You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to Critical Mass Business Talk Show. This is Orange County's longest running business talk show and I am your host, Rick Franzi. We have a very good show planned for you. Our guest is Jeffrey Hazlett. He is the CEO of the C-Suite Network. Jeffrey, welcome to the program. Well, thanks so much for having me. It's, it's indeed a pleasure. Yeah, it's great. I, I'm excited to talk to you about you and your organization. So let's get started with maybe about the organization. As I said, you're the CEO and chairman for the and, C-Suite. And the chairman. That's yeah. right. We've got oh. a we got a bunch of C-Suite officers. We got, you know, we're a, a community of trusted executives that are in the C-Suite, which is VP or above. And we provide a a very trusted community for them to be able to take their content, to grow their lives, their knowledge and their business. We have about 350,000 members that have opted in. And then we have uh, paying members and we have people who listen on our uh, C-Suite TV, C-Suite Radio, C-Suite Book Club, C-Suite Advisors. We have about 100 properties that we have as part of that. We have over 450 uh, business podcasts in our network, over 75 TV shows. Um, distributed on OTT broadcast uh, around the country and around the world, for that matter. That's what we so do. What was the inspiration for this? You whole- know, it got, it, well, partly because, uh, you know, I bought and sold over 250 companies in my career, well over, you know, 25 billion in transaction. And I just know the power of being able to know the other C-suite officers. So that's been a big part of it. Uh, but I also had a television show on Bloomberg, which was called The C-Suite with Jeffrey Hazlett on, on Bloomberg for a while became the number one uh, business show out there on broadcast and cable. And in doing so, people used to just comment. We had a lot of people watching online, participating online. So we decided to start a little organization. And at first, we were going to call it the CEO Network. And then the night before, we said, you know, we're having so much success with the TV show. We should call it the C-Suite Network. We changed the logo overnight, registered the name overnight. Uh, Nobody had had that name. and, And yeah, it was just amazing to be able to, you know, pick that up and then, you know, to pick up other properties like, you know, C-suite loans and uh, our C-suite tax credit program. We have so many different things with the C-suite name on them and we just dominate it. And it's just been very good for us. And and by the way, you know, when you look at a CEO network is great to have a CEO network, but the C-suite is made up of so many other officers. So it's a great place for us to be able to have, you know, more involvement, more engagement across the leadership of company. So, so let's, uh, there's a lot of different things we could talk about. I'd like to start with and focus on the work that you kind of opened with, which was the confidential trusted area that you have for these C-suite executives. What's the mission of that part of your organization? Well, you have to have a, a safe place to have conversations and that's what we're all about. You know, we were doing a lot of physical events, COVID forces to do a lot of digital and we, we structure it with some uh, certain values in mind where we have these trusted conversations, trusted education, trusted program, trusted information. Everything has to be at that level because when you're in the C-suite, there's a lot of things you need to talk about, whether it's about employees, whether it's about contracts, whether it's about other vendors, you know, you need to have some very, you know, confidential conversations. So you need to make sure that everybody is this tall before they get on the ride. And, and you know, and there's not people in there that are, are wannabes. These are people that are actually doing what they say they're going to do. And whether you're, you're running a business on Main Street in, say, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, 
or you're on Wall Street. The only difference that separates you are the number of zeros. It's the same job. It's just scale that's different. And so what we try to do is focus in on the roles, responsibilities of what each of those C-suite executives do, what they have to get done, how they get it done. And then we focus in on the industries and special problems that they face in leadership. Our job is not to make you the smartest person in the room. Can't do that. Wish I could, but I can't. But what I can do is help you be the most strategic person in the room. And that's really, truly what our job is all about. So how do you structure that experience? Then you said it was in person, then digital. What's the what's the delivery you know, now? A lot of people, would, if you go way back to the time of Napoleon Hill, you would know that he had a, a great concept called masterminds. Now, unfortunately, that's been bastardized a little bit in terms of there's everybody that's out doing masterminds. You have 19-year-olds who are doing life coaching. You know, quite frankly, let's be clear, at 19, you're not a life coach, you're a teen coach. And so what we've done is resurrect it from a peer-to-peer -peer network. So we form a great number of peer-to-peer, -peer, whether they're by roles, they're by size, by geography, by interest. Um, there's a lot of different things that we can do um, around peer-to-peer uh, -peer networks. And so we spend a lot of time in peer-to-peer -peer networks and we do a lot of hot seating where we can take on you know, a particular topic or problem that you might have in the business. And you're surrounded by these wonderful subject matter experts who really know uh, how to solve things. And not so much from, hey, let me give you advice. No, they give you counsel because many of these C-suite executives have been through it before. You know, a lot of people can give you advice, but it's mostly by people who've never been there. That's what's very unique about a community of your peers is that many of those people have done it before, been through the process. So like I mentioned, I bought and sold hundreds of companies. So I know what balance sheets look like. I know what a, I know what fear smells like when I walk into the business. I, you know, you know the energy. You can see it time and time again. And that experience lends me to do, you know, a lot of different things. And so I can lend that experience and counsel to others in helping them solve their own problems. So are you a part of the peer-to-peer -peer networking then? In some of it, yeah, and not all, all of it. I mean, for instance, we have women-only uh, executives. Well, I would love to be a part of that, but I can't be. Uh, you know, we have uh, verticals in pharmacy. We have verticals in a lot of different groups. So no, there are so many meetings now that are going on, so many activities going on. I, I used to be at a time when I could go and be a part of all those. Mm -hmm. I can't do that today. There's just so much going on. I don't even know what's going on. So who's that type of C-suite executive that you believe benefits the most from what you do in this part of your business? Well, the ones that want to grow, you know, would be the best way I could say it. You know, everybody benefits uh, in any way, shape or form. Now, we mostly have CEOs. Next biggest group is CMOs. And I can mm -hmm. tell you exactly what percentage of each group that we have. Um, CFOs are the, at the bottom of the, of the list, mostly because they don't like to pay for anything. And two, they don't like to join anything. But I, I joke about CFOs, but um, and we have, you know, businesses that are we have billion dollar businesses. We have uh, startup businesses. We have mid market businesses. A great number of our businesses are between about five million and I'm going to say about five hundred million. Mm -hmm. That's the greatest number of businesses that we have. Now, of course, you look at North America, over 28 million businesses in North America, 20 million of those are under a million dollars. Uh, so vast majority. And then only a small sliver uh, you know, uh, of 7,500 that are over a billion. You know, when we get together on an online meeting and we might have, a say, our Friday afternoon celebrates where we kind of get together at the end of the day on a Friday 
from all across the country and across the globe, quite frankly. We have people joining us from Ireland, from England, from Australia, from Italy, uh, South Africa, uh, just to name a few. Um, we get together every Friday, just like when you used to drive home from work before this COVID hit, and you'd stop off at a local pub and you maybe give a high five or pat in the back for a great week uh, to a colleague, or maybe you needed a hug because it was kind of a rough day. We do those meetings now online, and, and we're starting to go back to some face-to-face. We have a number that are coming up in the next couple of weeks. But you know, in these online meetings, you don't know, and you know, if there's 150 squares up there, that person next to you might be leading a multi-billion dollar business or could be a new startup or could be a coach, could be a trainer, uh, could be a podcaster, could be a television host, could be any of the of the roles that we have. We have a lot of folks who are using podcasting, television, of course, blogging, author, being an author of a, a book, which are not destinations, really. They're really just tools. And we show people how to use that. And we've created platforms for them to be able to use that to promote their content. So, so what was the first thing you did in the C-suite suite of things you're doing? Well, I, it, was really a, it was really about getting people to network. So we started hosting a number of mixers uh, in, an, in, a, in about 48 cities around the country. And we'll be doing one coming up here just uh, next week uh, on Monday and Tuesday in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And so we'll, we'll pick a local, a local place, uh, put out an invitation and, you know, maybe it's 20 people or, or sometimes as many as 100 or 200 show up. And we just have some, a little bit of a mixer, informal, no program, nothing like that, just a chance to get together with other C-suite executives. That's really the first thing that we started to do as we started to figure out what that was. And then, then it became around the content. Without question, content's the name of the game. You know, COVID changed so much of what we're doing today. It didn't cause the transformation of digital. That's been going on for a while, but it did accelerate it. So days Mm -hmm. became weeks, weeks became months, months became years. And so we're helping to help, you know, people migrate to that as quick as possible because you've got to really have, you know, the business set up to work while you're sleeping. And whether you're a brand of one or you're a massive brand, uh, you know, you, you need to be able to take advantage of that. And that's that's what we're doing more and more. And the other services that you now have, you talked about podcasting, book authorship, TV shows. Yeah. Are those for the C-suite network members or are they for others who are a part of the larger community? For the entire world to see. We want to share that content and get that out to people who want to be able to find it wherever they're watching, wherever they're listening, wherever they're reading. And so that's the that's what we do. So we, much like you want to consider the C-suite network, much like, a oh, I'd say a, a Redwood Forest or Sequoia Forest. I call it kind of the Sequoia effect where we serve as a platform. And when you go into a Sequoia Forest or Redwood Forest, you see these giant, massive trees and they have this huge canopy. And under this canopy is a lush ecosystem. And so the C-suite serves as that ecosystem for them to be able in that good, safe, warm, great environment, right? At the same time, helping them to spread roots and spread a canopy of their own. And that's really what we try to do. So use the tools that we have. And and even things like we're starting right now, the C-suite ERC tax credit program, Mm -hmm. you know, where most businesses don't are not aware that they can get up to $26,000 per employee in tax credit from the government and and in four out of five businesses that money is being unclaimed hmm. which is massive and um and you know i just helped and put a 
a business in touch and, and they just told me they got $2.4 million coming to them in tax credit. Well, that makes a difference. Or if it's just one employee, you get $26,000 back. Uh, that's, that's, that could buy you, uh, you know, a new, a new piece of machinery or a new person that might be able to get started with you to help you grow your business. So these things are very important. You know, during when COVID hit and for a lot of us, Rick, as you well know, um, many people were waiting and, and I said, no, we can't wait. We have to, we can't just survive. We have to thrive and drive. And so I, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I said, I'm, you know, I, I said, but we can be a business first responder. You know, I couldn't even sew a mask. So what we did was we really started stand up programs to say, what can we do to help businesses as much as possible and put them and connect them to resources out there, whether we start the program or we find somebody else that can do it and be able to help every business. And regardless if they're a C-suite network member, and these services are available to any business. We did it with supplies because many of the businesses had a difficult time getting uh, PPE supplies. So we did a supply business, uh, worked with our folks at Dash and some others that really helped us a great deal. Uh, members of ours that were, you know, in the business or around the business and had the, had great resources. We did C-suite loans, which and we helped people with their PPP loans. And now we're standing up the ERC tax credit program, and you'll be able to go to, you know, C-suite ERC tax credit uh, program dot com to be able to get that information. So you're like an entrepreneur's entrepreneur, aren't you? Jeffrey? We do. You know, we <laughs> we start a lot. I serve on dozens of boards. I mean, I. I think I think the last count's about sixteen. I say dozens, about sixteen boards or so. I guess it's a dozen and a half. But um, yeah, we do a lot and we try to help a lot. I mean, that's just what that's what you should do. Mm -hmm. And is there a what's your revenue model then? How well, you... revenue model is primarily the services and or membership. You know, our membership dues range from less than half. You know. Uh, less than one business meal per month, which is about $99 a month, uh, or all the way up to $10,000, $20,000 a year mm -hmm. in terms of membership fees that you know people pay to participate to get the access to the success programs that will help propel their business. And then, of course, we host the podcast, we host TV shows, we sell advertising, as, as you can well imagine, you know, um, you know, I have a podcast, others have podcasts, and I have advertising like... Uh, um, uh, some of the big, some big names, TD Ameritrade and Goldman Sachs, uh, even, even underwear companies will, will also, uh, buy advertising on our shows. And so we aggregate that, sell that. And we, and we, we pass back profits to the podcast, uh, hosts themselves, the owner of their, they keep their contents, their content. But what we do is we aggregate that and sell We're you know, the C-suite's a very lucrative and targeted market because it's a very affluent market. It, and so we typically see seven to eight times uh, more CPM, sometimes as much as 10 or 12, uh, than the normal podcast will get. You mentioned people from around the world, not just in the U.S., participate in some of your programs. So are you an international well, we'd, li we'd like to be more, but, you know, you got to crawl, you got to walk, you got to run. And so we're still still crawling and walking. Although, you know, I got off the phone this morning with one of our podcasters who's in Ukraine. Uh, mm -hmm. We have podcasters that we host around the world. Um, well, you know, and, and, you know, he's just on the board. We were talking about how it's going and I, we're seeing what we can do to help other Ukrainian businesses right now. Imagine, imagine, you know, we know what's happening on the personal toll that that's taking. Imagine what's happening on the business toll 
and and what it will do to the you know it's one thing to get safe get across the border be a refugee mm -hmm. millions and millions of people well there's millions of businesses being displaced as well and what will happen to them and how will they make money how will they you know what what drives this world and what is continuing to drive has been capitalism and free enterprise and so now now because of the turmoil of war these businesses are in peril not only are their lives in peril but their businesses and way of life are in peril so we're talking about what ways we might be able to help them and you know I just said to any business that I know that's a Ukrainian business you want a membership you come to me you want to participate in our programs you want me to host your podcast you come to me because that's what we you know you want to help i mean um there was a famous actor uh kind of got himself in trouble but uh, uh what's his name kevin spacey but mm -hmm. nonetheless he had a great quote he said you know when you you achieve your best and you make it to the top you have to remember to send the elevator back down for everybody mm -hmm. else so as you continue to scale the organization it sounds like and i made the comment about being an entrepreneur's entrepreneur earlier you, you, you're sort of your it seems to me that your field of vision keeps changing as you as you grow this organization other things that you could do have you ever met an idea you didn't like oh yeah there's lots of them there's lots of them and i got great partners around me who, who say hey you know i got one one of my partners and co-founders of the organization that he says uh, most conversations start off with you're not going to like this phone call so and that's okay because you need people i mean like elon musk you know is brilliant He's got people around him going, no, that's just nuts, you know, and uh, but every once in a while, that's but that's the role of a CEO. That's the role of a chairman is to continually, you know, push people. We say, hey, we're going to go from point A to point B. But really, I'm going to tell you, we're going to go to point C just to get you to point B. Mm -hmm. So you're going to put tension into the system. But, you know, I, I've written my first book. I've written four now. Work about to release the fifth book. My first book was The Mirror Test. And in there, I I talked about change, adapt, adapt, change, or die. And uh, it was the mirror test. You had to see if, you know, like when we were a Boy Scout, you had to see if someone was alive, you'd held up a mirror and did they fog the mirror? And so many of our ideas and the things that we have to put in place or we come up with, we have to make sure they fog the mirror. Mm -hmm. And, but we have to continually to adapt, change the business, or it will certainly die. Mm -hmm. So technology has been an underpinning of the business that you're doing. Thank goodness you have that. We have the kind of Zoom network and capabilities that we have to keep some of the services. Do you see any other technologies that you're you have an eye on, but you haven't used it as a delivery system for any kind of service yet? No, we'll, we'll pretty much try everything at some point and have. I mean, we've been not only cutting edge, we've been mostly, in a lot of cases, we've been bleeding edge from the thing. Mm -hmm. We were Zoom's first uh, enterprise client when when Eric Chang first came out with, I called him and reached him at home and said, Hey, I want your, your services. Well, I don't even have a pricing plan for it. I said, good. That makes it better. Give it to me. And he did for the first year he was working on it. And then uh, I said, well, at the end of the year, can I start paying you? And he said, yeah. And so we started that, but he was a great guy. In fact, I'm responsible uh, on the zoom for that red button that says leave or in because I mm. called him one day. I couldn't hang up. Couldn't figure out where on the text it was. And I said, geez, why don't you just make the dang thing red? The next day he called me up and he said, look at, look, look. And there it was. It was red. It was red text at the time. Now he's got a red box. And he says he calls that the Jeff Hazlett button inside of his team. So I thought that was always kind of a unique thing. Yeah, we, we love new technology. And, you know, what we're doing here is quite, quite frankly, where we're doing a podcast that can become a television show. And it used to be that we were worried even about this quality, that this quality wouldn't be 
you know, broadcast quality. And now it is today. And so, mm -hmm. so here we are producing great, not just audio content and content and just great content in, in general, but we're also creating great video content and that's going to get better and better as we go. So we're going to find new and different ways to be able to do this. And then there's now software and things that you can do to, to chop this up, so to speak, and put it in bite-sized pieces, make it searchable by audio, make it searchable by video as well as by the written word. And you're going to get lots of other pieces of content to, to activate and promote what I call the brand of you. And that's really what we, we try to help people to do. So if someone would like to learn more about all the offerings in the C-Suite Network, where do you want them to go, Jeffrey? Just write me at jeff at c-suitenetwork.com. Jeff at c-suitenetwork.com. You can find me on, oh my gosh, LinkedIn, you know, Twitter. I got like 700,000 followers. You can find, you know, you know text me, whatever. I, and, and if I respond back, it's me. You know, a lot of folks think they got other people doing it. No, we, we're, we're a very personable network and we would love to love to help you. And, and we'd love to have you be a part of the group. Well, I, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. You're helping a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners. It's tough to be in the C-suite and people can't appreciate the challenges that the CEO faces unless they've walked that walk themselves. So thank you for doing that and being a part of the uh, Critical Mass Business Talk Show community. It is an honor. Thank you, my friend. And keep up the great work with this show. You're doing a super job and it's great content. Thank you. And I'd like to thank the audience for being a part of Orange County's longest running uh, business talk show. This is episode number 1,354. If you're an Orange County entrepreneur and you'd like to share your story, find me on LinkedIn or visit my website. I'm Rick Franzi and it's rickfranzi.com. And until the next time we have a chance to be together, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. Mm -hmm.